Yeah, I think in general, this is a good place to come and start a business. If you've got a good model and you're working hard, learn the language. Welcome to the Global from Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. Everybody, 170 shows. I can't believe it. Globalfromasia.com slash episode 170. So Claire, how are you? I'm good. So, so busy planning. We, uh, we're getting so close. I mean, it's less than two weeks when this episode is going online. So the heat is on and we are getting tons of positive responses and great updates as we go. Anything you want to share? We are really looking forward to see you at the summit. Oh. And we only, you know, like um, we're going to have our first uh, volunteer like meetup at next week. So if you are interested in that, definitely um, just add my WeChat Global from Asia. Okay, great. And then let's just get right into this week's show. We have Leon from the Terrace. He's a founder and a very talented musician and singer from Canada. And we met up and uh, and did this interview a few weeks ago. We have so many amazing shows, it's hard to prioritize. But uh, Leon, we are ready for him to come on. And also, we're going to have our after party at the Terrace. So it works nicely for the summit on that Saturday night, April 22nd. And some other interesting updates we just did a pre-event, so we're going to do April 19th, Wednesday night, starting at 7 p.m., and it will be an interview, live interview recording with another guest, Mike, I call him McAwesome. <laughs> he's uh, he's another American out here doing some pretty cool ventures, so we'll interview him live on the, st- on the stage, and there's a basically a special offer of 100 RMB for two drinks and snacks like we'll be some pretty good snacks too so you guys can stop on over you can check it out on the show notes we'll link to the page at globalformasia.com slash episode 170 I just took that from Claire she's supposed to say that but uh, yeah of course or you know I know she always says WeChat we're a lot of WeChat but also email what's the email they can get to you um, you can email me at claire.term and at shutstone.com. So it's S-H-A-D-S-T-O-M-E. Okay, great. And let's get into this interview with Leon. Let's go. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to a Global From Asia podcast. We are here on site with Leon. Welcome. And it's really great to have you. You're, you're, you're like, to be here. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm happy to finally get you on the show here. You're famous here in Shenzhen. This is my first podcast, too. So awesome. It's exciting. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. How many of these have you done? You've done like hundreds, right? Yeah, we're this. I don't know which exact number this will be, but it'll be in the 160s. Cool. So yeah, it's been All a week. Done. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Trying to document the the, uh, the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> on, <That's right>. <laughs> on the ground here. Yeah. So so cool. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I know you as the the guy from Terrace, one of the owners and and uh, and singers, and you also have your own music you're doing in China. So, yeah. do you want to give everyone a high level about yourself, Leon? Sure, I'm a musician from from Canada and uh, uh, came over to uh, China in 1996. Okay, way 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 back, and uh, first to Shanghai, stayed there for a year and a half, and uh, then moved to uh, Qingdao, where we uh, Qingdao in the north of China. You heard of mm-hmm. Qingdao beer, yeah, of course. Yeah. And so I stayed there for about seven years. Cool. And actually I was uh, the first performer in three brand new venues there in, in Qingdao. 
and uh, they're all still going. Shangri-La, uh, sorry, two of them are not going anymore, but the uh, the one in Shangri-La is still going, and the one in uh, New York Bar is still going as well. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Just just learning. And so I, I know you as, as a, one of the owners and, and main guys behind the terrace. Yeah. So how'd you get down to Shenzhen? Well, I, my buddy, John uh, Oliphant, he was living down here. Actually, we started, rec- not recruiting, but we started uh, searching around for places when he was in Xiamen, which okay. I, was another city I also like. Yeah, that's a cool. And, yeah, you've been there? It's the island city. It's like... Pretty much, yeah. I heard they call it the San Diego of China. Is that right? I haven't heard that. Because it's got the bay on one side and the ocean on the other. Like I loved, I loved it. I've only been there uh, once, but it, I really liked it. It's okay. just a spitting distance from Taiwan. Okay, so. yep. But... um. We didn't, we didn't have any success there, but when he moved to uh, Shenzhen, then he, he really sort of fell in love with the city and he said, definitely, we got to do something in Shenzhen. So about two or three years of, uh, of recruitment or on his behalf or research and, and uh, stuff on his behalf. And then finally in 2005, he gave me a call and said, I got a place in SeaWorld, which I had already seen because I'd been, I traveled here a couple of times to take a look and uh, we jumped on it uh, awesome. right away. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still still an icon in SeaWorld, even though yeah. SeaWorld's changed so much. Oh, it's totally different. It's totally, totally different. Yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty awesome. And then so 2005, I, I came here in 07. I remember seeing it. Right. And it was totally, you know, totally rocking. And yeah. so maybe a little bit of the structure. I mean, is it for, uh, foreign-owned, Chinese-owned? Yeah, it's a woofie. So there's five of us that own it. And, okay. uh, yeah, and so four Canadians. Cool. One, one American. Nice. So we built the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians taking over here. Very cool. Yeah. No, but it's it's uh, it's a good partnership. We've been uh, this group of partners has been together since uh, 2007, I guess, early 2007. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's been very successful, and 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 we've all had a lot of fun doing it. Very very cool. So 2005 was early early for sure. And was there any challenges getting it getting off the ground or? Um, not, not per se. I mean, we pretty much did everything by the book and, and, uh, we got all our proper licenses and got all our, uh, you know, the proper visas and everything like that. So, I mean, if you, if you dot the I's, cross the T's, it's, it's pretty, I mean, as long as you've got the capital mm-hmm. to start, to start it up and you've got enough reserve in case things go south the first year, which they always seem to do. Definitely. <laughs> I could imagine. I yeah. mean, I don't know if you want to talk numbers, but it's probably was much cheaper then than now to get it going. Well, yeah, the rent was a lot cheaper. And I mean, SeaWorld is a prime location now. So, I mean, they, they charge a lot more than they did uh, back then. And uh, overhead in Shuko in general has just just gone through the roof. So so that that was, a, you know, it was pretty, I mean, the first place I moved into and I thought I was paying so much. I paid 6,000 RMB a month <laughs> for my apartment. There. Wow. And uh, I mean, that apartment now is like double Okay. Yeah. So it's like, and although my buddy from Shanghai was saying the place that we live in now is probably 25 or 30 K in Shanghai. Mm. So, Yeah. Shanghai is still definitely more than Shenzhen, but Shenzhen has been just steadily increased the salary. I'm sure you must be. Yeah. Like our staff in the time, like our, our wait staff at the time, we could afford to pay them like 1500 a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could get away with paying them yeah. 1500 yeah, that yeah. way. And, uh, you know, so, but now there's no way you could pay that low. Nobody would, nobody, nobody would even walk, bother walking through the door. It's true. I mean, uh, I've been through that too. I, I've kind of re- adjusted my business model because of that. And in Shenzhen, I mean, the salaries, I think it was like 2009, 2010, they started really just shooting through the roof. Yep. And, yep. uh, 
And I mean, you got to pay the old guy too, right? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, so it seems like things were, were pretty smooth. Uh, there, is there, a better- oh, there was some, there was some hiccups. I mean, we, uh, we, uh, had Chinese, uh, partners as well in the beginning. And, uh, you know, there was some, there was some, uh, a bit of, uh, uh, animosity wouldn't be the right word, but I mean, there was a clash hmm. and, uh, but we, we figured it out amicably. We, uh, sold, their, their, they sold their shares to uh, the, the current two of our current partners. Okay, and it it all worked out in the end. But I mean, yeah, it was a little tense there for a, for a few months. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. It's so, whether Chinese or any partner when there's when there's differences, it's always yeah. tricky for any Especially, entrepreneur. Like there's the, it's the day to day operations that you have to be sort of on the same page about, and and when that goes south, you're pretty much mm. it's, it's it's over. Right? Mm. Yeah. I've I've been there too, and uh, I'm sure some of the listeners, but. Yeah. So is it is there is there like a benef- benefits you think of being foreign foreign owned foreign managed? For sure. I mean, uh, one of the things that like John and I both speak uh, pretty fluent Mandarin. Okay. And John, in fact, is is very good at writing Mandarin as well and reading. So um, when you come from that um, perspective in the Chinese culture, you get a. I think you get a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of advantages to to doing business here as opposed to say back in. Uh, back in uh canada or this or the states sure um and you know there's definitely the um i mean that's kind of how china that's not kind of that's exactly how china has developed over the last um, 20 to 30 years is by remaining open to um talented foreigners that 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 have skills that maybe some of the local people don't have or come from a different perspective or you know do things differently uh in a in a and I think that that's why China has succeeded in, to it's the true. level that it has. It's true. It's true. Um, but there must be some drawbacks with management or managing the, the staff. Well, that's or? just it, though. I mean, because we both speak Chinese and I was I was managing on site for, uh, uh, let's see, about, let's see, the first time a year and a half and then another five. So about six or seven years out of the out of the tenure, I've been the general manager and uh, it's pretty smooth as long as I can, you know, sometimes I think I've gotten my point across and it turns out that I didn't, but usually that's just because somebody wasn't paying attention, not, be- not because I wasn't uh, expressing myself properly. But I mean, there, you're right in one sense is that there's it's culturally or inflection wise or, you know, just how you say things or, you know, like I tend to be, sometimes I, I, I use a lot of sarcasm or mm-hmm, facetiousness mm-hmm, that, yeah. that, that isn't good in, even in English, but, but, you know, so I had to tone that down a little bit. I like to be, I try to try to be funny and sometimes it's just like blank stares. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, so I've had to, I've had to really adjust my, my, uh, communication skills and my, the way that I, the way that I, um, uh, carry myself. Uh, you know, on sort of on a day-to-day basis so that okay. people get, get me a little bit quicker. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've gotten that too, as I've been here, just saying it in a few different ways, just to make sure you're clear. Or... Right. Right. And I mean, it's, it's not, uh, you know, when you're talking Chinese, there's pretty, quite a few ways to say things. And there's, I, I, as there are in English. And I mean, you know, you take communication courses in, in English, why not in Chinese, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, I would, uh, you know, like if I had to do it again, I, I, I'm not proud necessarily the way that I handle myself in some situations where, where, where simply rephrasing it or, or, you know, bring it up in a different way, uh, you know, it would have probably done me a lot better. Got it. Yeah. I mean, I, 
sometimes five minutes later, I regret the way I handled it. Yeah. But I think that's just management in general, whether it's in China. Well, we're or, human, right? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. We're human, true. right? It's just, it's just uh, because living here, you know, it's an easy life for, as a foreigner. Like it's, it's, you're taken good care of and people give you a lot of uh, leeway, a lot of respect, but there's still things that frustrate you, you know? And so you let those things pile up too much and then you're, 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 you're in the wrong headspace. Mm -hmm. So I think if, if, uh, like for me, I had to learn how to manage those, uh, for myself, I had to learn to manage those frustrations and just go, okay. So you're telling me this is going to take two weeks. And I, in my mind, I'm thinking this should take two days, mm -hmm. right? Just, you know, as an example, um, it, it's, it's called managing your expectations. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, well, we have a lot of, we have a lot of interviews about manufacturing and factories. So oh, I can't even, you know what, for the, <laughs> the, the business that I run it, compared to that is uh, I'm sure it is a piece, <laughs> piece is, of cake. That's a lot of, yeah. a lot of, a lot of fun, let's say. The word is fun. A lot of stuff to manage there. Yeah. The expectations. And oh, yeah. I still still hear it even well, now. Because we're, we're, we're selling fun. We're selling mm -hmm. like, it's a nice environment, right? Yeah. And things, you know, as long as everybody's earnest and they're trying their best, you get a lot of, you get a lot of uh, leeway. But in a factory, man, there's oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Those are some painful, uh, painful experiences. Yeah. We've, been, we've all been through on that side. Yeah. Cool. Well, and then you're, you do, you're, you're like a, a musician as well and a singer. And still at heart, even when I was a GM and, and I consider myself a pretty good businessman now, but, uh, but I'm still uh, pretty much a, a musician still. Yeah. yeah. Play, plunk at my piano every day. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. And you put some online in China. Yeah. And Actually, yeah, we got uh, a couple of songs up there that are, uh, they were uh, Chinese songs originally. And then they, someone in Guangzhou asked me to write a, some English lyrics and sing it. And so we put it up on uh, QQ music and yeah. there's, there's another one. I forget which one, but uh, yeah, if you search uh, my name, Leon Durupt on QQ music, you'll find a couple songs. My Chinese name, Li Jialong. Li Jialong. <laughs> if you search that on, uh, on QQ, you'll get me as well. And some of my other originals, my uh, English originals are on there as well. Very cool. Yeah. Maybe we can, put some at a clip of it in the show oh, that'd be awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Pick, pick a good one though <laughs> <laughs> well i'll get your i'll get your feedback i'll check them out too. yeah yeah very cool and and uh so what's 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 in the future well i mean the only thing uh i would say that we have uh still to tackle is to uh, expand and, mm. and make more terraces because i think that we've got one of the best formulas that you can have for like a uh, a restaurant and bar uh, outlet and uh, it's not like nobody's ever done it before, but I think that we, with our team and the guys that we have uh, on our, uh, you know, as owners, all dedicated to that and, and to that concept. So I, I think that we're pretty well set to uh, to do some expansion. You know, Very for, cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, first in Shenzhen, I think, and then because uh, uh, I'm, I'm a little travel averse. So maybe Zhuhai or Guangzhou or something like that. But Very yeah. cool. I definitely think you should. There's been others that have done it. I think, yeah, Terrace has got a really great brand and a model. Yeah. So maybe maybe some listeners could even reach out or, or talk. Absolutely. If anybody out there <laughs> wants, to, wants to help us out, we're, we're always open to new new uh, new people and new, uh, you know, talented people that want to help us out. That'd be great. Very cool. Yeah. So what would you maybe... There's a lot of people that aren't have only been to China once or twice, or maybe not even come yet, and they're they're listening, trying to learn. I always try to tell them just come over here. Is is there some ideas you have for for new newcomers? You mean in, in terms of business or just anything in general? Maybe I guess it's more of a business 
business podcasts, but yeah, maybe entrepreneur kind of trying to make the jump over or I get think, out of your nine to five or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think in general, um, this is a good place to come and start a business. If you've got a, a good model and you're, and you're uh, you know, you're working hard. But I think what I would say is learn the language. Hmm. I mean, I see so many foreigners struggling over here without any uh, even passable Chinese, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, there's too many things that you're in the dark about otherwise. Yeah, you know, it's you, true. It's true. Yeah. I, I found that, uh, and it's truthfully, uh, people talk about the tones and the, and the, and the different things, but honestly, I, the grammar is so easy and it's like, we call it caveman. Almost. It's like, yeah, it's very simple yeah. grammar. And, and the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the tones, I mean, if you're, if you can get into a little bit of mimicking and stuff like that, it's, it's not that bad. Yeah. I took, uh, the pinion chart, you know, the, the one with the, the pronunciations, the phonetics. Yeah. yeah. And I just, my, my guy, it wasn't even a teacher, just a friend of mine, a Chinese <laughs> guy in, in Shanghai. He said, learn this whole chart and you basically can say every word in the language. Awesome. And that's what I did. I didn't learn any words off the top. I just learned those. And then that was that. If you're, if you're, if you, I mean, if you studied at a university and you've got the language and you can write, man, you're golden. It's get, true. Get it's over true. here. Yeah. So they, should they, but maybe they can come here and learn while they're here or I For guess sure. they can learn back home too, but it's a little harder. I think, I think if you're immersed in it, like just to give you an example, I lived in Shanghai and I wasn't formally studying, studying. And so I was there for a year and a half and I had some good basics and, and I'm a musician. So I kind of picked it up pretty quick, but, um, I found that because the locals in Shanghai were speaking Shanghainese, mm. that I didn't hear enough uh, proper Mandarin being spoke. So when I moved to Qingdao, even though there's a fairly strong dialect there, it's Mandarin. It's still very close to Mandarin. Yeah. And I picked it up just like, boom. The first year I was there, I just zoomed through the roof. I, I really picked it up fast. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, North is probably better to learn Chinese than South. or For sure. Yeah, or Shenzhen, because in Shenzhen, you get that nice hybrid Mandarin, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's pretty darn close. Like, it's the, it's this, I think the Mandarin spoken here by the Hunan people and the Hubei mm. people. And, and the, the taxi drivers are all from Fulan. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, Fulan. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, these, this, this here, like, uh, but, you know, the local Shenzhen, uh, the people that were born here now, you know, they're the professionals that are now like 20, five, 30 years old are very well educated and, and great Mandarin. So, I mean, in Shenzhen, uh, you've got a good chance to learn pretty decent Mandarin, I think. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would say that's be still in all of all the Southern cities. This would be the one to study Mandarin in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is true because it's officially Mandarin speaking yeah. here. But how many, I think the population is like 30,000 people or something. What is I mean, it was barely anybody in Shenzhen. Originally, you mean, yeah. I, I don't know the number, but it was. Well, like, can you imagine though? Like all those, all those kids now. They're 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 they're, they're grown up. They're well educated. They're 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 on top of it, man. Mm-hmm, these locals. Mm-hmm. If you ever meet a, a Shenzhen Tusheng Two D, you know, like born and raised, they're mm-hmm. they're pretty hip. You know, it's like cool. they're. Yeah. I know a few of them. Yeah, yeah. they're cool. They're. They're pretty well off too. <laughs> they were in Shenzhen early. For sure. They're, they're in on the ground floor and they, they can go to Hong Kong whenever they want. They mm-hmm. can get, yeah. So they're, it's, it's, uh, it's a nice, uh, nice place to be. Very cool. Thanks. So how can people reach out to you or Terrace or? Well, we've got a, a website, the terracechina.com. Cool. They can join our WeChat official WeChat group is just yep. Terrace uh, Shenzhen. 
Okay. And uh, they can find me at leondurup.com. It's a pretty basic website, but there's a little bit of information there. And uh, where else? Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Okay, sure. <laughs> we'll link it up. And uh, yeah, I saw you on there. Lots of the, the cross, oh, yeah. cross, cross, cross border summit. Cross border yeah. summit. Yeah, I saw Try that on there. Get the word out. Yeah. It's coming up quick. Yeah, so. we're looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll do something together for yeah. sure. Have an after party and oh, get you going. After party's always yeah, it's <laughs> always a good place. This is the place. Yeah. That was always where we would go. Yeah. Still is. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we're we're readily available. You can you can go to if you go to my uh, website or you can uh, leondroop at gmail dot com or okay. leondroop at the terrace dot com whatever. Okay. Okay. I got tons of emails. Yeah, <laughs> I know. All, me too. They all go that to one. all together. Yeah. Awesome, Leo. Thanks so much for sharing. No man. problem, Mike. It's a awesome. pleasure. My yeah. pleasure. All right. Cheers. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Good. Yeah. So I'm teaching Miles some English. He's Chinese is better than mine. And I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Leon and... If you are in the Shenzhen area early for the summit, you can come on Wednesday, April 19th there. And uh, we'll do the live interview recording. I'd love to have some guys there. And uh, we'll be just a couple days before our summit starts. So I am full force on the cross-border summit while also teaching English to my kids. I become an English teacher after all. So thank you everybody for tuning in. We've got tons and tons of great shows coming up. It's always difficult now to choose which one to put up next. So if you guys have any ideas of what kind of episodes you'd like, let, let us know. We uh, have some pretty interesting ones. And and uh, as always, thanks for, su- thanks for subscribing and listening. And feedback is always appreciated. iTunes reviews, Stitcher reviews, emails, um, and of course, show notes are at globalfromasia.com slash episode 170. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.